Thank you for listening to another inspiring message from The Movement Church. To find out more about The Movement Church, you can check out our website at theocmovement.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The OC Movement. Well, good morning, Movement Church. Good morning, everybody. We're coming to you live from our living room, which I'm assuming is where you are as well. (laughs) Or some of you are still in bed, aren't you? Definitely in bed. It's a good thing we can't see you. Probably wouldn't be appropriate. Uh, If I'm being honest, I have my house slippers on as well. So listen, hey, we're just embracing the most of it and running and gunning and having as much fun as we can considering the circumstances. So we're just so glad that you tuned in with us and that you chose to spend your morning with us. It's going to be an awesome day. Yes. We got some stuff to talk about, don't we? We do. We've got some exciting things happening at the Movement Church that we want to make sure yeah. you are a part of. Listen, even though we are social distancing, yeah. we don't want to relationally isolate. Right. So what we've got happening for you are some after parties. Yeah. After every one of our services yep. today, actually, we have an after party that is taking place. Yeah. I think our host is going to drop the a... the show is the after party. <laughs> the host is going to drop a link right now if you're interested in finding out about our after parties are also on our website and our app and listen this is for you to jump in and get engaged uh, relationship with people to discuss today's sermon and to uh, connect face to face with uh, maybe 10 or so people maybe four or five people and then pray with each other but just so you know you have community and these are going to happen after every service our 9 11 and 6 p.m service today and uh, you don't want to miss it. Yeah. Check out our after parties. They're going to be awesome. We've also got digital connect groups that are launching this week. There is something for everyone yeah. to be plugged into. And so this is a great way for you to connect with some other people. Yeah. And some of the groups are going to be going through our step reading together. Others are going to be going through a book study together. Right. Some are just going to be hopping online and talking about life and yeah. praying together. But I just want to encourage you, make sure you check out our digital connect groups and find at least one one of them to plug into. I mean, some of you are sitting at home and you're thinking, I'm going to be in every single connect group that's happening. And that's fine. And that's awesome. You do you. (laughs) The point is, don't socially isolate. Just distance. So we can use digital means to connect face to face. It's going to be worth it. And before we go in any further, I just want to say a special thank you to our team. Yes. They have totally crushed it this week. Pivoting, changing, shifting, rearranging. I mean, six changes this week alone just to make this service happen so that you can experience the hope found in Jesus. And I want to say thank you to you, you team. Hey, can y'all give them a round of applause right where you're sitting? In your living room. In your PJs, maybe (laughs) with just one hand because you're holding your coffee in the other. And we're just so grateful that you're with us. And and listen, we told you we'd have worship. Now, due to the circumstances that have changed 752 times in the last three days, uh, we had to make a pivot and an adjustment. So we asked Pastor Jeremy right. uh, to just lead us in some worship. Yeah. And he's coming to you from his living room. He's going to help us uh, lead us into worship with a song that you know. It's called Sea of Victory. And yeah. we thought, what an appropriate time uh, to just worship God and declare we're going to see a victory no matter what's happening yeah. in our world around us. So uh, let's just take a moment and tune in. Did you want to say something, babe? No. I, I was just going to encourage you, wherever yeah. you're at, in your living room, whatever you're doing, take a moment and worship with us right now. Let's fix our attention on who God is yeah. and what He wants to do in our lives. Yeah. Can I pray for us as let's we get it. started? Jesus, we just thank you for the opportunity that we have to gather together as a church. So God, right now, in every location where everyone is watching, God, I pray that you would do what only you can do. God, I pray that you would remind us how big you are. God, I pray that you would fill our hearts with confidence and courage, God, as we embrace the days ahead. And God, as we remember that you are doing amazing things. So God, right now, we give you all the glory and praise as we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's see, the weapon may be formed. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't be Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph. Oh, my God will never fail. Come on, sing that again, my God will never fail. 
Church family, we are praying for you today as you all gather in your homes and online. What a crazy time we're living in, but the great news is, is you don't have to do it alone. While we socially distance, we can stay relationally connected. Our team has been working around the clock to create opportunities for you to do just that. You can find everything you need to know on our webpage or on the app, and your host just dropped a link for you right now. Isn't it great that we live in a digital age, making it completely possible to stay connected? I want to tell you about three ways to do just that. And just in case you tune me out or forget what I say, you can find everything on our webpage or by downloading the app. One, digital watch parties. Every Sunday, we have digital watch parties happening all around Orange County. A watch party is a group of people who gather online after each service to discuss the message, build community, and get prayer. There is still time for you to connect to one today. Two, digital connect groups. Most of you are stuck at home and have already binge watched every Netflix show possible, are drowning in the whole new world of homeschooling, and are in desperate need of community. We have the answer just for you. Join a digital connect group. These groups are happening on different days at different times for all ages and stages of life. 
Make sure you check them out and get connected. Three, we are here to help you spiritually navigate this crisis. If you need prayer or help with anything, let us know. You can find all the information you need on our webpage or by downloading the app. We even have opportunities for your children and teenagers. Check out the webpage or download the app. Keep following us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at the OC Movement for updated information as well as some fun ways we can connect. But for now, Movement Church family, let's get ready for what God wants to do in our lives today. Enjoy the message and I'll see you again next week. Man, I just love worshiping and it doesn't matter where you're at. Whether you're in your living room, in your car, or whether we're assembled together at Laguna Hills High School. Do you guys remember that place? That distant location? <laughs> it's only been a couple weeks. <laughs> There's just something about, we say it all the time, but I think the repetition helps. Refocusing our attention on who God is and what better words yeah. to sing yeah. than we're going to see a victory. Though a weapon may be formed against us, yeah. it will not prosper. And when the darkness something when it, it won't falls, falls it won't it prevail, won't prevail. <laughs> it, the god i serve knows only on, how to triumph i just want to remind you maybe put that on repeat <laughs> let's let's fight in worship yeah. but also i want to just dive into our sermon and, and just for the record by the way you might hear our dog bark in a minute because we're really <laughs> in our living room or our kids running around uh, or our neighbor decided to build a fence this morning for some reason you know. so but also, I've got my notes right here, and so if I'm looking down, I just want to make sure we're, we're articulating the message, and I want to dive into this, because it's just crazy times. Yeah. And it's frustrating times, Yeah. and it's discouraging times, Yeah. and it's like every time you hear information, it's just more and more challenging information, news, it's not exciting to hear, and you know, I just I think that a lot of people can feel frustrated and discouraged. But I just wanted to say there's a passage of scripture in Romans chapter 7 where Paul's talking to us and he talked about being in a place feeling overwhelmed, discouraged, and frustrated. He said this in Romans chapter 7, verse 24 through 25, and I'm reading in the message paraphrase. Yeah. It says, I've tried everything and nothing helps. I'm at the end of my rope. Is there no one who can do anything for me? And perhaps you can identify with that. Perhaps you, you identify with it. Is there anyone who can help? Right. Our world can definitely identify. I, I think our government officials can identify. And I want to encourage you, yeah. we need to be praying for yeah, our government officials, for our governor and city officials yes. and city councils and our president and his yeah. cabinet. And our health care workers. Oh, and first, responders, first responders. My goodness. But they're at a place where they're going, we, we're not really sure what yeah. to do either. We're yeah. just doing the best that we can. And and I just think I, I, many people would echo those words. Is there no one who can do anything for me? But the good news is that I think God obviously realized we would struggle with this. Yeah. We would struggle with the idea or the notion that we would feel at the end of our rope. And he answers. He's got a yeah. better plan. The scripture says, I'm at the end of my rope. Is there no one who can do anything for me? Listen to this. The answer, thank God, yep. is that Jesus Christ can and does. So good. He acted to set things right in this life of contradictions. I love that. And this is good news, is isn't good it? News. That is such good news. Jesus is the answer, yeah. right? I mean, the scripture is telling us right there that Jesus is the answer. And listen to another promise found in Philippians chapter 6, verse 13. And this is in the Passion Paraphrase. It says, God will continually revitalize you. So good. I love that. God will continually revitalize you, yeah. implanting within you the passion to accomplish the good things you deserve desire to do. I love that scripture because it's this reminder right now in a season where maybe you're feeling tired or discouraged that God will revitalize you. And uh, that just is encouraging yeah. to me. Revitalize. Yeah. I think that some people need to hear that this morning. Hey, uh, we're going to dive in fully into the message. I just want to pray for us first. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what your week was like. I know that for a lot of people, this week came with bad news that they don't have jobs right now. And that's rough. You know, and this week came with, hey, we're closing shop. Hope hope it works out for you. Yeah. Uh, we've got people who are concerned about be, having Corona or COVID-19 right now. And that, that's overwhelming. But I just want to yeah. pray. I believe that God wants to do something right here, right yeah. now in the midst of this. This is our temporary new normal. Yeah. So the sooner we embrace it, now it doesn't mean we have to embrace this as the, the way it will always be. Right. But we embrace temporary. The, the temporary new normal. 
But more importantly, we're going to embrace what God is up to. Yeah. So would you do me a favor where you're seated or laying or whatever? Would you just bow your heads and close your eyes? I want to pray for you. God, I just thank you that you're here. You're doing something powerful right now as we're connected online and uh, in our perspective homes. And I thank you that what you're up to is bigger than anything we can imagine. Yeah. In fact, the word says, no, I can conceive. No, mind, no, mind can conceive. No, I can see. Yeah. And nor something or other like that. It says, ear has heard uh, what God is up to. I butchered the scripture, but the scripture is still true. So God, we thank you that you're up to something so big. And we look to you as the author and perfecter of our faith. In Jesus' name, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, listen, our week was weird, wasn't it? It was crazy. The fluidity (laughs) of the social climate right now. It, um, it is insane. So even just for this service, just oh to bring goodness. this to you, we had to make seven changes. Yeah. It was like every time we would make a plan, we were working forward and then uh, something else shifts. And then we were and like, we have okay, to change the plan, cancel that, <laughs> change the plan. Then we got creative. It was nuts. And I'm sure if you're anything like us, your yeah. world's been crazy. Yeah. And so the fluidity of the social climate, it takes a difficult situation and it injects it with terror and tension. Yeah. And I know that that seems extreme to say the word terror and tension, but tension literally means to be stretched tight, like about to break. (laughs) Tension means emotional strain. Tension means external pressure. And if (laughs) all the moms who just became homeschooling moms this week, they feel tension. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to make homeschooling jokes all day long. It's like shocks back to my childhood. I was homeschooled my whole life. But even terror, terror yeah. is like this, it's this extreme fear. The, the word means extreme fear or alarm, shock or panic. And at some point this week, you experience one of those shock, like, oh my gosh, yeah. why are people buying so much <laughs> toilet paper? Actually, they're not because it doesn't exist. Yeah. But uh, I think that some have actually just kind of given in to terror and tension. Hmm. Allowing it to rule their lives. It's as if they've handed the remote control of their lives to the present circumstances. And now they're like this puppet going and turning and doing whatever the society and culture tells them to do. They've handed the remote control saying, hey, my thoughts, my emotions are now driven by the external. And others, though, are denying the existence of terror and tension. No one's going to control me. This is ridiculous. It's fake. It's a conspiracy. Those chemtrails. <laughs> the whole heart behind that is I'll make my reality and I'll live hmm. my life as it fits me. But the truth is, it's actually crazy. Both of these are driven by fear. Fear, fear yep. of the unknown or fear of being controlled. Yep. And then what happens is fear rears its ugly head when it's at the most unsuspecting times in the most unsuspecting ways. And the crazy thing about fear is that it takes on various shapes and sizes and we don't even realize it. It like just kind of springs up and we don't recognize that it's there. And and yeah. if left alone, fear has this incapacitating power. Like it, it grips us and holds us tight. I want to grip you and hold you tight right now. It grips <laughs> us and it holds us tight and it, yeah. it, it incapacitates us. Yeah. And, and here's what I was thinking through and praying for all of us together collectively is that the existence of fear isn't terrifying. The fact that fear exists, in fact, fear can be beneficial in times of extreme crisis when your life is literally threatened, as long as it's not the driving, motivating yeah. factor. So the existence of fear is not terrifying. What is terrifying is that fear's power in your life is dependent upon what you feed it. That's good. Thanks, Yeah, That's worth repeating. Fear's power in your life is dependent on what you are feeding it. Yeah. Yeah. I I just think none of us want to be uh, choosing fear. No, nobody's like going, (laughs) you know what? I'd like to be terrified right now. I'd like to be afraid and have anxiety. Yeah. None of us, none of us want fear, but it feels like fear chooses me. Yeah. Right. Um, Fear feels invincible. Like it's just never going to go away. Yeah. It's never going to die. And I I think if we were honest, um, most of us feel this way um, at some point or another, or we feel like, 
I want to ignore fear. I want to be strong. I want to um, control my thoughts. I don't want to be anxious. But the problem is we just keep reading more articles about uh, everything that's happening in our world. Or your boss talks to you and tells you, hey, listen, we we don't want to do this, but we can't. Uh, make it right now as possible layoffs coming up yeah. or maybe you work in retail and your store just got shut down right. so you don't want no none of us want that right. fear and anxiety but then we just keep feeding ourselves with that same information and then what happens we feed ourselves more yeah. and more fear and fear grows. grows yeah and and here's the terrifying thing about fear the effects of fear they are emotional mental and spiritual paralysis right. Right. So sometimes fear will bring paralysis physically, but that's usually as the effect of what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, or my perception of who God is. Yeah. I heard it said that fear wants to herd us into a prison yeah. and slam the door. Yeah. Um, fear halts us from, from living life and stops us from enjoying the relationships that yeah. we actually do have. And, uh, it lives in the darkness of our own minds, well, right? Think about that statement you just made that fear wants to hurt us into a prison and shut the door. But the problem is we give fear the permission to right. slam the door. Fear, it, it, it exists, but we choose what we're going to do with it and how we handle it. And then the problem is when we're when we're driven by fear, it we, we begin to project on other people yeah. and, and we live in these, or I guess the best word is we rehearse the what if scenarios yeah. and we rehearse over and over and over again, or we replay past experiences. Yeah. Well, the last time this happened, the last time you said the last time we were in a crisis and we rehearse and we replay those things. And then we project, uh, we project onto the people in our world, future moments that haven't yeah. even happened yet. Right. Like we're really good at that. We, we, we tell ourselves a narrative and a story, and then because of fear is at work in us, we project it onto the people that we love most. Well, and let's be honest, with this COVID-19, it's it's not just the things we're coming up with in our own mind. Right. We've got media that is yeah. projecting fear on us, and yeah. we get to decide what we're listening to. And yeah. I think it's also a problem when we mask uh, fear and we rationalize fear as strength. Yeah or wisdom, or yeah. it's just me being me. Yeah. You know, I, I've heard a lot of jokes and talk about the Enneagram yeah. lately, and people just making jokes about how the different Enneagram numbers respond to the and situation. And they're just leveraging in. Enneagram to hide their fear. Yeah. Or, or there's also people using fear as condescension. Like, well, why aren't you doing this? Yeah. Why? And, and really it's fear as a motivating factor. Yeah. And, and you could be doing you, like you do you boo-boo, right? <laughs> And completely be unaware of the fact that fear is holding the remote control of your life. Wow. You you could be doing you, thinking that you're just being wise and smart and everyone else are idiots or whatever it is that you think. And you've given fear the remote control of your life. In other words, we're unaware. Yeah. I think most people are. I think the severity at which this, this thing hit us indicated that. Yeah. It let us know when, when Americans went nuts on toilet paper two weeks ago. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. And groceries. <laughs> and groceries two weeks ago. I watched a press release by Trump on, on Monday, and he said, please stop buying groceries. We've got plenty of food. But it was driven by fear. Yeah. Oh, no. What if? Yeah. What, what if I can't? What if the worst happens? And I think that so many of us do that and we could be unaware yeah so we just want to give you some symptoms some symptoms or that that fear might be winning in your life so that you can do a little self-evaluation because that's that's important for all of us to do uh, is just to go okay where have i been giving fear a foothold in my life yeah so one of them is excessive worry just constantly worrying, 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 wor- and worry is just replaying all the possible negative things that could happen. Yeah. And, and another indication or symptom would be difficulty controlling your worry. Mm. If you just you want to stop worrying, but you can't stop worrying, it might be an indication that fear is re- is winning in your life. Yeah, or maybe just restlessness. Yeah. Like you just can't. I, find I have restless a place leg of- syndrome, so that's not the same. <laughs> 
if you can't find a place of calm, maybe you're having a difficult time concentrating yeah. and worry just keeps creeping back in. Or maybe you're, you find yourself with your mind just going blank. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what to do. Uh, maybe you find yourself irritable yeah. um, with the people that are around you. Just, and, and moms and dads at home with kids. Yeah, I mean, that's going to happen. That's going to happen <laughs> some, but at some point, the irritability. I mean, this Watch is, our Insta stories. Yeah, yeah. We'll watch our Insta stories <laughs> and pray for her. She needs yeah. help. I'm doing great over here. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, irritability, muscle tension yeah. is a symptom yeah. of fear. I mean, that's the reality. And, you know, sleep disturbance, that's another symptom of fear. But listen, uh, symptoms of fear may be there. You maybe see them, maybe you don't. But let's look at some fear-based behavior. Like like when fear isn't just something I'm feeling, it's now impacting the way that I'm acting. If you are diving into a, a perfectionism, that everything has to be ordered and perfect and everything, then it could be an indication that you're trying to control things because wow. fear is at work. If, if you cannot be vulnerable in these moments and talk with people, you're controlling things and it might be an indication that fear is impacting your behavior. If you're closed off to people or overtly critical or judgmental, yeah. these could be indications that, that that fear is winning in your life. Yeah, or maybe you're isolating. Yeah. You're just, I mean, obviously all We're of social are- distancing, but <laughs> guys, we have enough technology to keep That's us That's right, we don't have to isolate. Or maybe you're being nagging towards your spouse or to the people in your life. Or your mom De- or dad. Your mom or dad. Or your kids. Yep, demanding, closed, um, suspicious, just constantly yeah. questioning motives. Um, Maybe you have a tendency to withdraw um, just to defend and protect yourself. I mean, these are all symptoms um, and behaviors that maybe you're experiencing. Maybe you're being irresponsible, um, just kind of. So one one side of this would be controlling things. The other side of this is escaping. Yeah, that's true. But both are motivated by fear. So if you're being irresponsible and just running from things, that could be an indication that now fear is impacting your behavior. Yeah. Another one is just completely disconnected yeah. or addicted. Like, yeah. what are you numbing out with right now? Uh, most of us are numbing out with something. Uh, you might be doing too much binge watching on Netflix <laughs> and, and uh, Amazon Prime. That's right. You need to be careful of the substances in your home yeah. in this time. Hey, listen, this is a great time to go back and review your New Year's resolutions. Yeah. You're at home. You can work out in your home. You can read books in your home. You can start new habits. You can start flossing your teeth right now <laughs> after every meal. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a great one. So <laughs> if you're feeling out of control and, and maybe you're becoming unreliable or secretive or impulsive or uh, avoidant or selfish if, if the the lens at which you're looking at everything is how this impacts you that could be an indication that fear is impacting your world and and so listen I just want to challenge you the, to, to do some self-evaluation maybe there's some symptoms of fear and some behavior traits that fear is working uh, in your life right now but I will tell you this no matter what there's undoubtedly all of those that are watching, yeah. those of us that are speaking right now, we're struggling with some level of fear. Yeah. It, there's no, it, maybe it comes in waves for you. Maybe it's the fear of the unknown, yeah. the fear of losing control, the fear of financial setbacks. Right. But I want to encourage you. Incur, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage. <laughs> I want to encourage you with two thoughts. And I think this is worth writing down. And I, I believe our notes are also in our app too. But. I want to encourage you with this thought here. No one owns the right to the remote control of your life unless you give it to them. That's good. Let me say that again. No one owns the rights to the remote control of your life unless you give it to them. So if external circumstances are controlling your life and how you think and feel and speak, you've given them permission. If somebody is speaking, if something is speaking into that, you have given, if you are panicked over what the next few weeks and months will look like financially you have given the remote control of your life to the economy in which you live yeah and i'm just telling you there's a better way to live yeah Yeah. in fact i want to just encourage you with this thought how you choose to cope with your present reality will determine whether or not you are feeding fear or starving it that's good thanks babe let me (laughs) say that one more time how you choose to cope with your present reality 
will determine whether you are feeding fear or starving it. Yeah. We have the power to feed fear or to starve it. Did you want to jump in there? Yeah, well, I was just going to move forward. Is that okay? I think you yeah. could do you, boo-boo. I, I think what we want to talk about today for you is how can we starve the power of fear That's in right. our life. Let's let's do whatever we can do to remove, to remove power. the yeah. power that fear has in our life. And so the first point we want to talk to you about and write this down in your notes, you are going to need to practice this yeah. this week. So the first thing is this, expose fear to the truth of God's word. Right. Expose fear to the truth of God's word. That's great. What, what does that mean? Can you explain that to okay, us? Okay, so listen, we have to weigh our fears against the word of God. Yeah. In old school scales, they would try to find the weight of one object, but they would have to weigh it in comparison to something else. Yeah. Well, the problem is we're trying to weigh our current circumstances and we are using either what media, the media and external world is telling us or worse, we're using our own logic and reason. Now, yeah. you might be the most brilliant person watching this. I bet you are. You are. But if <laughs> left to your own, your logic and reason more often than not will lead to isolation, discouragement, and fear. Yeah. So we have to weigh the current circumstances against the word of God. That's right. What does the word of God say about what we're walking through? What does the creator of the heavens and earth say about what our current sociological climate is in Orange County, California, the United States, the world? Yeah. What does the one who breathed breath and life into yep. your lungs say about your yeah. future? Not what does CNN or Fox News or BBC or whatever or else Instagram you're reading. Or Instagram or Facebook. Book. Or your friend who read a blog, who knows somebody with the CDC, who spoke to a person at the WHO <laughs> that one time he was at a Who concert and he listened to a song oh, and he talked. It. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so what are you weighing your yeah. current circumstances against? Yeah, because the word of God wins every, every time. single time. Every time. So you have got to learn what the word of God says for you. Listen, this is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, and it says this, we demolish arguments like and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to yeah. make it obedient to Christ. Listen, Christian, what this means for you is that we have the ability to take captive every single yeah. thought that we think and to weigh it against the word of God yeah. and to say, okay, what, what does, does this thought line up with the word of God? Because if it doesn't, I can demolish yeah. that thought. I don't have to think that anymore because the word of God is more powerful. The word of God tears down strongholds in our life. I, but the thing is we have to know what the word of God yeah. says for us. We've got to learn it. So you need to right now dig into your Bible. Yeah. You need to learn what the word of God says for you. Isaiah 41 10 says this, fear not for I am with you. Yeah. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help mm. you. I will uphold you with my righteous, righteous right, right hand. hand. You know, every time the right hand of God is mentioned in scripture, it's talking about his hand of action. Mm. So what this is saying is that God will act on your behalf. You need to know that. Yeah. You need to know that Psalm 34, four says, I sought the Lord and, and he, he answered me. me and he delivered me from all of my fears. Fear does not have the power in your life. Yeah, and that's important because maybe you're at home alone. Maybe yeah. you don't have somebody in your home with you. And the not only is the fear of COVID-19 and what does the future have to offer running through your mind, but also you're just going, am I in this alone? Well, yeah. the word of no. God is saying, man, you are not alone. If you seek the Lord, he will yeah. answer you. And either God is who he says he is or he's a liar. And as for me and my house, we believe that God is who he Absolutely. says he is. That's his heart for you today. Absolutely. Tell me what Isaiah 43 says. I love this. This is the message translation and it's uh, verse one through three. It says, don't be afraid. Yeah. I've redeemed you. I have called you by name. Listen, God knows you yeah. and he cares about your story right now. Yeah. It says you are mine. Mm. When you're in over your head, I will be there with you. When you are in rough waters, you will not go down. I don't know if you feel like it or not, no. but right now feels like rough yeah. waters. But the word of God says you will not go down. When you're between a rock and a hard place, 
it won't be a dead end because I am your God, your personal God. Listen, God wants to be personal for you, to meet you right where you're at. And so I just want to encourage you to stop feeding fear and start feeding yourself with the word of God. Listen, All of you have been doing the research on the coronavirus. You have been digging into news articles, reading the statistics. You've seen more bar graphs in the last two weeks than you've seen in the last two decades. That's true. If you have a child, you know how many children in the world that are your kid's age that have the coronavirus. You know everything you know because you've researched. You've done the research. And so what I'm telling you to do is you've got to do the research into the Word of God. In your Bible. That's right. You've got to read your Bible. Find out what the word of God has to say for you. And then you've got to begin to memorize it, to learn it. Hey, we've got some plans for you to follow along and read with us. We do what is called step reading every single day. And on your Movement Church app, you can follow along with us. It will tell you how to do that. And we'd like to invite you to be reading with us as we're diving into scripture. But I also want to encourage you, some of you need to get some scripture verses to fight fear and you need to memorize them. You need to actually write them down with a pen and paper so that you can actually see what those words are saying. And then you need to speak it out loud because the word of God has power for your life today. So we expose fear to the truth of God's word. Number two, expose fear to peace. Yeah. I think you should probably turn to somebody in your house. Don't get too close, but just say expose fear to peace. If you're by yourself, just expose fear to peace. Me too. (laughs) Listen, we spent too much of our life in a cycle of fear. And the reason is because the, the cycle is so prevalent because our brain works on pattern and not on novelty. In fact, the greatest indicator or predictor of how you're going to behave or respond in the future is how you behaved or respond last time. Wow. And so listen, the brain always chases familiar and what's easy. And so our natural inclination typically is to go the way of fear. Mm. So we're gonna have to break that cycle. Yeah. Let me give you an example. Most people, uh, e- e- all of you listening, have a vocabulary of between 14,000 and 16,000 words. So you know a ton of words. However, 80% of the language that you use on a day-to-day basis consists of about 118 words. Wow. Why? Because you just do what is normal to you. So you got to create some new patterns. Wow, that's good. Create some new neural pathways, if you will. I love the idea of the peace cycle. Mm. It's uh, found with restoration therapy. It's just an amazing uh, approach to this. And, And so when you experience something, that's overwhelming. When you read something, you feel something, you, you, you get laid off or you're facing some crisis, which all of us are, you say what it is that you feel. Yeah. So what is it that I'm feeling right now? And then speak how you would normally respond to it. So you say what you're feeling, you yeah. speak how you respond, but this is where we change the cycle. Yeah. Now what we're going to do is we're going to speak the truth. Yeah. What does God's word say about it? Well, I feel like I, I'm, I'm done. I'm down and out. I can't get out of this thing. This is over. It's going to drown me. It's going to tank me. Wait a minute. We just read a scripture that says, even though I walk through the waters, I will not drown because you are with me. Yeah. So, hey, I feel something. I would normally do X or Y, but I'm going to remind myself of the truth, the truth of God's word. I'm going to rehearse God's word and then I'm going to say what I'm going to do differently. Yeah, that's great. Well, I feel this. I would normally respond like that. But I'm reminding myself of the truth of God's word. And as a result, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that's called the peace cycle. And you can do that today. When you feel overwhelmed, when you feel discouraged, you create this cycle of peace and you stop perpetuating the cycle of fear. fear. Now, it will not be easy because your brain loves the easy path. If you and I were to go jogging into the woods right now, would we start breaking through bushes and trees no. that we don't even know what's on the other side? Or would we take a clear cut path? Well, the answer is obvious. We would take the path because it's the path of least resistance, resistance which means in your mind, you're going to have to train yourself yep. how to create cycles of peace. Speak what you feel. Speak what you would normally do or how you'd normally respond. Speak the truth of God's yep. word. 
and then speak what you're going to do differently. I'm just telling you, we got to expose fear to God's word. We've got to expose fear to a cycle of peace. And man, we got to expose fear to some godly friends. Yeah, we do. We need some godly friends in our life. Listen, we said this in the very beginning, but while we are socially distancing, we want to challenge you not to relationally isolate. You need some people in your life who are going to speak faith over fear and who are going to put courage in. These are the kind of people you need to surround yourself with. Yeah, even just for me this week, just navigating through the nuances and the challenges of making sure that you get this service today. I was talking to a pastor friend and he just was listening to me. And if I'm being honest, I was having a little bit of a pity party. (laughs) I was complaining. And if you were listening, it might've been a lot of uh, of a pity party. But (laughs) my friend just said, stop, Carrie. Your people just need to hear your voice. You and Megan, just get in front of your phone and film yourself talking to them about what God is doing. And I was like, okay. So you know what I'm doing? I'm talking into my phone. And there's also a phone right there. And then there's a laptop here. And then Shane is on a laptop back there, making sure I say things well. Why? Because we are not going to just allow things in our world to tank yeah. us. But if I hadn't shared that with a friend, yeah. if, he, if I didn't have a relationship with a godly individual who could say, hey, suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. You're going to be okay. I don't know where I'd be. And yeah. I... And I think one thing you do well with that, babe, is is that you listen and you receive that. So if you have a friend who's challenging you and saying, hey, suck it up, buttercup. (laughs) Hopefully they're not saying that exactly. But who's challenging you and saying, hey, you need to choose faith over fear right now. Then listen, you need to listen to them. Yeah, Uh, We need friends like that that challenge us in our life. Yesterday was a crazy day for me as well. And I, I had a connect group set. Uh, for yesterday at eight and the, the, literally the world was changing every 30 minutes. And, uh, I just, I was like, man, I got to cancel my connect group. I was like, no, I, I'm not doing it. I need to, I need to hang out with these guys. And we ended up doing a zoom connect group for about an hour and a half. And all of, I think all of us left encouraged. Yeah. I did. And we were just honest and open and transparent. Yeah. And there's just something about having that relational connectivity right now. That's why we're starting connect groups. Yep this week. That's right. That's why we're doing after parties right after this service so that no matter where you're at, you can still connect with someone's face and know what's going on, share what's going on in your world and pray with each other. Yeah. Hey, listen, isolation is the devil's playground. So you do not need to live there. What we want to encourage you to do is make sure you get into a connect group. You can get signed up today. Any of them jump in a connect group where you're connected with some people who are going to encourage you to choose faith over fear and then jump into an after party right after this service today jump into an after party and talk about the things that we're talking about and let's pray together and believe god for some big things because we don't want you to go it alone yeah you don't have to go yeah you don't we're here for you so listen expose fear to god's words good expose fear to a cycle of peace and expose fear to some godly friends. Yeah. Now listen, we're gonna conclude today's service like we do on a normal basis. Yeah. We're gonna transition right back into some worship. And I've asked Jeremy to uh, sing a song that he actually wrote. So good. And what you need to know about this song is uh, there was a year where his mom passed away and nine months later, his grandfather who raised him, who was a father figure in his life, passed away. And it was an overwhelming time of discouragement and grief for Jeremy. And on the way home from the funeral for his grandfather, who was a father figure to him, he pinned the words to this song that talk about no matter what I'm facing, no matter what I'm up against, I'm going to praise you for who you are. And so I want to encourage you as we go into this song, you may not know the words, but why don't you allow the Holy Spirit to do a work in you? Let him identify some areas where you are letting fear hold the remote control to your life. And then let God do a work that only he can do. Would you just tune in, maybe close your eyes, and let God do a work in your life right now. On the mountains high, I will see your
songs and I think the message behind it just makes it even more potent. And here's what I know, that there are people watching right now who are desperate for hope. You're desperate to know that your your greatest days really are ahead of you. I know that there's people watching right now who feel overwhelmed with fear and you don't want it. And I just want you to know that we're believing that God's going to do the miraculous in your life right now. And there's also people watching who the next step for you is just to begin the journey with Jesus. All of this is accessible to you once you begin the journey with Him. It's not about church membership. It's not about church attendance. And listen to me, it's not about getting your life perfect. It's just about starting with Him. And I want to take a moment right here, right now in the comfort of your own home or your car or wherever you are, 
and, and give you an opportunity to start this journey with Jesus. In a moment, I want to pray a prayer. And right where you're at, I want to challenge you to make this prayer your own. You can whisper it or in the quietness of your own heart, repeat this after me. But why don't you do me a favor? Why don't everybody bow your heads and close your eyes? Nobody looking around, nobody moving. And if you're here and you've never prayed this prayer, or today you need to pray it again for the first time in a long time, just say, I'm coming back to you, Jesus. Why don't you make this prayer your own? Say, dear God, I know that you're real. I know that you love me. I know that you're for me, but I'm not perfect. Would you forgive me? God, I, I, I don't want to do this on my own anymore. And just make these words your own. Just say, Jesus, I give you my life. In Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer with us today, we are so excited to be a part of this journey with you. Please email us at info at And if you were not in the area, we would love to help you find another life-giving church near you. Please send us an email at info at Thank you again for listening to another inspiring message from the Movement Church.